Good Yontif, everybody. Good Yontif. Is good? Oh. You know, I'll tell you the truth, one of the biggest chism a person can have coming into uh, this tkuf of Yom Neroyim is to be someone that's needed by the club. So, everyone that was mishnatif to put this together, along with everything else that we do, but we're holding by Chayel already tonight, so every single one of you that was mishnatif to put this together, on all levels, it should be the biggest chutz, or Hashem should bless each and every one of you with a ksiva, chesima toiva, a gugge ben shiar, simcha nachas from the whole family, the whole tzibur, all Alright, so... You know, it's nice when we do like, you know, huge uh, community-wide events, but that's something nice about just being amongst friends, you know? People that uh, speak the same language a little bit. So what's Chayel? So first of all, Chayel is Yanki Bobstein's birthday. So It was almost Shmuel Tannenbaum's birthday by a few days, but uh, didn't make it. Okay. But it's also, but it's also the Balshanta's birthday, and it's also the grandson of the Balshanta's birthday. Who's the grandson of the Balsham? Who's the spiritual grandson of the Balsham? So the Baltani. Baltani used to call, he used to call the Balshanta the Zayda. That's what he used to call him. He said once to Rabbarach Mezhevish, who was biologically the Balshanta's grandson, he said to Rabbarach, he said, you think you're the Balshanta's grandson, really I'm the Balshanta's grandson. So you have the birthday of the Zaydi, the Baal Shem, and the birthday of the Anakul, the, the Baal Tanya. Another event that took place on Chayel, on the Baal Shem's 36th birthday, when the Baal Shem turned 36, that's when he decided to begin Hafatis Mayanis, to begin to spread his Torah throughout the world. And we know that there's a Messiah amongst Chabad that even before the Baal Shem turned 36, he was, he was part of a Chabura of a secret society of Tzaddik and Nistarim. And this group of Tzaddik and Nistarim, I spoke about this on Shavuos, this group of Tzaddik and Nistarim really goes back almost like 150 years before the Baal Shem Tov. And there was this secret underground society of Tzaddikim. And the Baal Shem Tov, when he was, he was the head of, the, of this society for a number of years, and then when the Baal Shem Tov became 36, obviously it was revealed to him in a Shemaim that it's time to, to take the group public. And that's what the Baal Shem Tov did on his 36th birthday. Now obviously the year 36 is obviously a significant number when we think of Lamed Vav, what do we think of? Lamed Vav Tzaddikim the storm of 36 hidden Tzaddikim. So what's interesting is, I guess this is the first thing to think about, is that when the Baal Shem Tov took the movement public on his 36th birthday, so it would seem superficially that what the Baal Shem Tev did was basically end this secret society. It's not a secret anymore. Until that point, the group of Tzaddikim, they were called Tzaddikim Nistarim, and all of a sudden the Baal Shem Tev now makes it not mystery, makes it now public, which means that he just ended that 150-year-long tradition of this secret society of Tzaddikim. So it can't be, Satsatala, it can't be that Taras of Baal Shem Tev, which is the beginning of, of bringing that final tikkun, can't be that the tikkun that the Baal Shem Tov brings to the world is on the destruction of the chaver of tzaddik and nistarim. So how could it be that the Baal Shem Tov goes public with the secret society, it's no longer secret, and that destroys the 
tzaddik in the storm is chaburu. So I understand maybe it was for a good reason, he has to have a fatis mayonis, but how could it be that the Vashantas is bringing a tikkun to the world on the destruction of what was? So it must be. The Torah of Vashantav is not a contradiction to the concept of being a tzaddik nister. It must be that the secret of Torah of Vashantav is to bring the concept of a tzaddik nister to the whole world. That even when the Vashantav makes public this inyan, of what was going on for 150 years behind the scenes, what was going on behind the scenes of this Indian of Tzaddik and Nistarim, the Valshantiv is spreading that to the whole world. Well, now every single Jew can now be Shaykh to that Indian of Lamavat Tzaddik. That's what it must be. And therefore, the Valshantiv is not dismantling the old Chabura, he's expanding the old Chabura. Then everyone is part of this secret society. So the question, though, is how is it possible that everyone could be on and how could everyone be a member of a secret society? It's not a secret anymore. But it has to remain a secret, otherwise the Valshantiv is destroying it. So you have to understand what that means. Okay, you know, the Gemara says that in order for a person to be judged positively in Rosh Hashanah and to have a Ksimich Simatoiva, you have to be a Tzadik. Tzadikim are Nechtamim, Nechtavim, and Nechtamim to Chaim, Rishayim is Fakert, and Bainim wait until Yom Kippur, but by Yom Kippur they better become a Tzadik. So if there was ever a time that the song, you know, every year is a big tzaddik, has to be true, it better be true now. If the Valshemta's birthday, which is Chai El, which is the beginning of, uh, the beginning of the beginning of entering into the Yom Neroyim, and the Valshemta on his 36th birthday brings to the whole world the Indian of being a tzaddik nister, so it must be that it's through Tars of Valshemta that every single one of us has the ability no matter whatever our level is, to be defined as a tzaddik for Hashem Yom Kippur. So this is the avoid of tonight, and going forward, to somehow find a way to find a Pesach within Tars of Hashem, a Pesach to Tars of Hashem, in such a way how we could all be considered a tzaddik nister, how we could all be lamed of tzaddikim, and not only is that a gavaldik zach by itself, but that's mamish, the only way we'll survive Hashem Yom Kippur. You have to be a tzaddik for Hashem Yom Kippur. So what does that mean? What does Valshamtiv, how does Valshamtiv do that? Another question. So you know, the main tool that we have on Rosh Hashanah in order to make sure that we're all tzaddikim is the shayfar. But it's interesting is, is that the way the, 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 the mitzvah of shayfar is, as we all know this, is that it's not just you build a shayfar. The way it's supposed to be, which is what we do by Musaf, is as the Gemara says, Imru lefanai malchias, that we have ten sukkim that we say, sukkim of malchias, Talking about Hashem being the king. You have ten psukim of Zechreinus talking about how Hashem remembers us Latif. Ten psukim talking about Shaifer. And we blow the Shaifer in association with all those Amirs, with all those sayings. So we say ten psukim of Malchus, we blow the Shaifer. We say ten psukim of Zechreinus, we blow the Shaifer. We say ten psukim of Shaifers, and we blow the Shaifer. So the secret of Shaifer and the Kayach of Shaifer is not fully unleashed with just the sound of the shayfar. It's fully unleashed when there's a yichud and a tziruf between the sound, the overwhelming sound of the shayfar with the saying of the ten psukim of Malchus, Zechonis, and Shaifers. And that is how a Jew becomes a tzaddik on the dinner of Rosh Hashanah. So what does that mean? What's this ending of the shayfar? The sound of the shayfar is not enough, but it has to be connected with the ten psukim. The ten psukim is not enough, it needs to be connected with the shayfar. That yichud, what's the ending of that? And finally, one last question, 
we know that one of the major pu'ulis, the major tikkunim that the shofar does is la'arvivis asad. It confuses asad. We blow many kailas, we, we blow even the foremost of la'arvivis to confuse asad. All the tikkiyas of El on some levels also to confuse asad. So what's this in of confusing asad and he gets confused every year? How does the shofar do all these things? It's mam Hashem. It makes us all tzaddikim. It connects us all to that... Uh, that, that secret society of tzaddikim and also it confuses us up. so what's the end of Shaifer what's going on over here and how do we how do we get into Roshan so it's like this everything I'm going to say right now is obviously you know it's Torah but I'll tell you the truth I feel very strongly that from this point on really from this point on Chayel on every single person in their own way we have to be mock we have to be very careful that everything we say is a tefillah. Everything we say is a tefillah that the Rabbanu Shalom should be done, everyone, the kafschos, the shobi tzaddikim, and we should all have a, a year of gulas and yeshuas, but a frat, the bachlal, I believe die. So everything I'm going to say is a Torah, but it's also a tefillah. You have to be mocked like that to connect it to it. Okay, so there's a taina that Ruchai Velozhnev, the Nefesh Chaim, had against Taras Balshan. And there was a lot of hisnagdus, obviously, to Valshemtiv and his revolution, but I'm not talking about the hisnagdus that came from the Hamayna. I'm not talking about in philosophical hisnagdus. There was a number of questions that the Misnagdim had against the Valshemtiv in his way. But there's one kasha. There's one kasha that, that the Nefesh Chaim raises in the Sefer Nefesh Chaim Chaim Velozhner, and this is the Iker kasha on Teresa Valshemtiv. And in order to answer this kasha, you have to get to the to the mamish, the pinius of what the Balshemtiv brought to the world. Because because without the answer to this question, you can't be a chassid and you can't be connected to Balshemtiv, and the Balshemtiv is not going to be able to make us all part of that secret society. So what's the kasha? The kasha is like this: according to the Balshemtiv, the way of the Avodas Hashem, according to the Balsham, is that. Everything in Yiddishkeit is revolving around one Indian and one Madrega and one way of living, one way of thinking that all of Yiddishkeit is about is trying to get us to, and that is the Maichin, the consciousness of Einoid Movada. Molay colors Kavaidai, the Rabbanish was everywhere, everything is Molay Kedusha, everything is part of God's world. What's called Yehudi law, the higher unity. That despite the fact that the Rabbanish created a world in which he conceals his light and now there's a tent and there's outside the tent and there's all different madregas within outside the tent and there's all madregas within the tent a world full of different chalukah madregas and boxes and so on but the Valshanta said that that's all Hester Ponim the emes emes there's a madrega which is called Yehudi Ilah, the higher unity that everything is godliness and everything is saturated with his light and the Valshanta taught that the Iker Indian of Avedis Hashem is is to get to that place. Is to live in the Meichen of Eina Mulvada. Okay? But here's the Kashna. So it comes from Chaim Elozhner. Chaim Elozhner has the Kashna. I'll share with you a few lines. This is again, this is from Nefesh Chaim. He doesn't uh, say the Baal Shem, but this is what his Kashna is. Yavoy Hatoya Lishal. If a person goes with this philosophy of the Baal Shem, to, that that's what the Iker and Avodah Hashem is about, then here's the problem. The entire purpose of Torah Mitzvah is what? Is to reveal God's presence in the world. It means 
that when it comes time for davening Mayrev, means there's Hester Ponim. The, the world without Mayrev is a world of Chayshech and Toyevavoy. And the Rebbe gave us the midst of davening Mayrev to bring light to the world and to reveal God's presence and to bring His light into the world through Mayrev. But the kasha is, if you wake up in the morning and the Valshanta said that the whole Indian of every single moment of every single day is to realize what Yehudi law, the higher unity. That ain't All Hester, all, all, all darkness and chaos is all just Hester upon it. But the truth of all truths is Then said the says in Evashachim, then what's the tachas of Davin Mayra? What's the tachas of doing mitzvahs? God's light is already here. What are you accomplishing then? To bring God's light to the world. The God's light is already here. Then what are we accomplishing already? Everything's done. So it must be. If there's still room for Torah and mitzvahs, then it must be. Then it must be. That although maybe it's true on some level that but it must be that Avodah Hashem is not oriented to that. It must be that Avodah Hashem doesn't exist within that consciousness of Einam Ovadah. And it must be that the Rebbe gave us Torah and Mitzvahs. It means that he doesn't want us to be living in that place of Einam Ovadah. He wants us to be living in the dimension of what? Of the lower unity. He wants us to be living in a dimension where there is Hestephanim, there is Chayshech, and we're here to bring light to that Chayshech, not to live in a place that there already is all light. Rak be'itim azumonim. Says Rechai the only time where I agree with the Baal Shem that a person can be in that place of Einam Ovada is at certain times. Kamay v'shas kriyishmo tefila, v'chein v'shas sakana. So then you could be in that place of Einam Ovada. Ach ekor havayda, but the regular moment of life where the Rebbe was telling you do a mitzvah and learn Torah and say tilim and do tzedakah and the purpose of Torah mitzvah is to reveal elokos, is to reveal God's presence in the world and to bring God's presence into the world. So then that requires that you shut off that part of the mind, that part of the neshama of Einam So this is the time of the Nefesh HaChaim. How could it be that the whole tachlis, that, that, that Yiddishkeit is what is to bring a person to a place of Einam But in that place of Einam you now undermine the, 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 the entire possibility of Avoidah, of Torah and Mitzvahs. So how could the tachlis of Torah be to bring you to a place which then there is no tire. So it must be, says the that the whole thing is not true. It must be Tachas of Hashem is not to get you to Einam Ovada. It's to be in a place, in reality that we see it, where there's tents, and it's outside the tents, and there's boxes, and Mechul, Madregas, and you do the best you can to bring light there. And every mitzvah brings some light. But I, there's a place of Einam Ovada that's clearly not where we're supposed to be. This is the Kasha. It's a good Kasha. So to understand the answer to this, this has to take us to the essence, to the essence of what Nishmas Balshantiv is, what Nishmas Balshantiv brings to the world. Because only by understanding Nishmas Balshantiv on some level can we begin to answer this kash. So it's interesting. We know that you know there's a concept of gugulim, reincarnation, by the mukubalim, by the sfaradish mukubalim. There's a big sugi reincarnation. It's a big Indian to figure out who your Gilgal is, to where you come from. By Balshantiv, not as much. But Balshamta did reveal once what his Gilgal Rishon was, who he was in a previous life. And interestingly enough, the first life of the Balshamta was Rav Sajigan. 
Okay. So what does that tell us about the Boshan? You know, there's, there's something, obviously this time of, is time of tshuva, right? El's tshuva, Sersmi tshuva. There's something that you'll find in the Svarim, and it became like a, like a saying. There's something that's called in the Svarim, the tshuva of Rav Tshuvas or Sajigan. You've heard of Tshuvas or Sajigan? Not as Tshuvas, like Shalas and Tshuvas. The Tshuva, the repentance of Rav Sajigan. What is that? So there's a famous mindset they say about Rav Sajigan. And most people don't know much Torah about Rav Sajigan. He was a Goyen. But this people know. The mindset is that Rav Sajigan was, it was like on a regular day. And someone, one of the Tamidim came to Rav Sajigan, they went to his office or something, and his mom is sitting like in Kippur, Hashem, Rav crying, Bechiyas. They said, Rav, what's... What's wrong? And Sir Sajigain says, I'm doing tshuva. I'm doing tshuva. It's, it's Tuesday, you know, middle, middle, middle of the year. What are you doing tshuva? The Rebbe did an Aveira or something. Sir Sajigain said, Every day I do tshuva. Why? Because every day I grow in my hasagas, I grow in my madrakas of understanding God. And I realize that my understanding of, my, of God yesterday is mamish mistake. And so I do tshuva on my tshuva, I do tshuva on my mitzvahs, I do tshuva on my hasagas. That's called the tshuva of Sajigai. In the Kutamaran, for example, in the piece, was it, Simvavas, Mintas, I can't remember, the piece where he talks about the Kavanas of El, so there also he brings in this Indian of the tshuva of Sajigai, do tshuva on tshuva, tshuva on tshuva. So this is, this is what most people, all they know of Rav Sajigai is this Indian, this mice. So it must be Bashkah Khapratis. If all the Torahs and all the Gilui and all the Nyan Rasajigan, this is what makes it to the Hamainan. And the Balshantar is a Gilgur Rasajigan, it must be this is getting to the essence of what the Balshantar is. So what is that? Here's the Yasid. The Yasid that all of Tarasa Chasidis is rooted on, is founded on, and without this Yasid, the Nevashaim, the Rakhim Balajan's Kasha is unanswerable. The answer is that everything is relative. Everything is relative. What do I mean? Just like our Saji going revealed in that Maisa, that whatever level of Elokos that our Saji going in that particular day was Masik, that Hasoga, that connection to godliness of that day is considered Kleinakaiden compared to the God that he's going to meet tomorrow. That's what the Maisa of Saji going means. It means that the Balshemtiv, the essence of Teresa Balshemtiv is founded on this Yisrael. That who is God? We have no idea. And whatever level of Ein Saif, of inf- infinite light that a person comes in contact with, you should know that that level of infinite light is not considered infinite based on the next level that's above it. Whatever level of alakus a person attaches himself to is considered infinite, relatively speaking. It's considered infinite relative to anyone less than him, but it's considered absolutely finite compared to a level that's above it. Rechai Velozhin asked the Shaila. He said, how could it be that the Pachas of Adas Hashem is to be in a place of Eina Movadai, and yet there's still room for avoid, there's still room for mitzvahs. Mitzvahs demand a situation that needs, that needs fixing. But if you're in a place of Eina Movadai, there's nothing to fix. The answer is, of course you could be in a place of Eina Movadai. And Eina Movadai relative to a lower level is perfect. But Tarsav al is rooted on this Indian, which is that everything is relative. 
what's considered to be today what's considered to be today perfect and absolute light relative to what tomorrow might bring is still considered Chayshem and the Chiddush of the Baal Shem Tev is is that even when you reach a place that you think is Ein Saiv, is infinite that's only infinite compared to where you are right now but compared to where you're going to be tomorrow it's not infinite at all even in that place of Ein Saif, what, you would, what we would consider to be Ein Amovadai, the Meichen of Ein Amovadai, if you're in that place of Ein Amovadai, the Baal Shem Tev says, there's a higher level of Ein Amovadai. And compared to that higher level of Ein Amovadai, where you are right now, it's still broken, it's still full of Chayesha. This is what it means that the Baal Shem Tev was a build of a Sajigai. You know, there's, I ask you Shiloh, another, let me ask you another question. The Rizal, the Rizal was teaching Tyre, right? The Rizal... The Tamidim asked the Rizal in Sfas, they asked them, Rebbe, why don't you write a Sefer? Why don't you write the Tyres? The Rizal didn't write any Tyre. I mean, we have Tyres from before he was the Rizal. Once he became the Rizal, so to speak, there was no Tyres anymore. He couldn't write. He said, he said, he said. And Rechaim Vital was the one that was chosen to write. So Tamidim asked, Rebbe, why don't you write yourself? And then whatever you say will be mamish clear. The Rizal said, I can't. I can't. I can't. Because whenever I even begin to try to constrict my Tyrus into particular words, it's an ocean, it's insight. I can't, I can't do mitzans. Only Ruchayim Vital can do that. How does Ruchayim Vital do that? How does Ruchayim Vital take something that's insight and put it into specific words and package it? And it's not the shot that Ruchayim Vital did what? He's, he, he's, he, you know, he, uh, he left out the insight part of the kiss fairy. That's not what's happened. What Rechaim Yital wrote is exactly Torah's Arizal, and the Arizal's Torah is the Torah of Ein Saif. So if the Arizal couldn't be Mitzam same, if the Arizal couldn't package Ein Saif, which obviously you can't because it's Ein Saif, how could you? It's infinite. The Torah's of the Arizal is talking about Torah's in the universe of Ein Saif. It's talking about Torah's of Ein Movade. How could you put that into words? So the Arizal couldn't. Yet Rechaim Yital could. So there's a Torah from the Kamarna. I'm glad to say this, the Kamarna said it. There is, Rechaim Vital wrote an autobiography. And in this autobiography, Rechaim Vital talks about how very often the Rizal would try to talk to Rechaim Vital about his Nisham, about Rechaim Vital's Nisham, and how big it is. The Rizal said once that if you knew how big your Nisham is, you'd mamish be parech bavi, you'd be floating over the simch of, of, of what you have. And Rechaim Vital writes in his autobiography, he says, I always felt very uncomfortable hearing that until I not myself. I didn't, I didn't like that. And there's one time that, that Rechaim Vital records that it was a sentence that the Rizal would say to him often, which is, kol chemdas Yisrael. That within you is the, is the treasure of all of Kalei kol chemdas Yisrael. You know what the Kamarna Rebbe said? You know what the Rizal was, was hinting to Rechaim Vital? The kol chachem des Yisrael, within you is nishmas Baal Shem Yisrael Baal Shem. Within you is the Baal Shem. How is it possible that Darizal cannot constrict Ein Saif into finite words? And of course not, because it's Ein Saif. If it's infinite, then it's not finite. If it's infinite, it's not in Svarim. can't be. But yeah, how could Rechaim Vital do that? You know why? Because Rechaim Vital had within him nishmas Baal Shem And the secret of nishmas Baal Shem is that everything is relative. What's considered to be Ein Saif is actually packageable and finite compared to what's even above it. 
and the, and the Baal Shem Tov within Nishmas Rechaim Ital is able to look at Tarsa Arizal and say, Rabbeinu, what you're saying is ain't saif, but I'm telling you something, there's madrigas of ain't saif even above what you're talking about. And because there's madrigas of ain't saif even above what you're talking about, that means what you're talking about is not so ain't saif. And it doesn't detract from any material or any quality of Taras Arizal. But it means when you have the perspective of what's above the madrigas even above you, then the madrig above you becomes kvul. In other words, think of it like parent to child. A child looks at a parent and is like, wow, my parent is perfect. My parent is a superhero. My parent is amazing, right? And then they, at some point, that, that ends, right? <laughs> they realize that it's not so pashit. But, but think of it like this. That perspective that a child has to a parent, that the parent is infinite, that's only true until the child meets the grandparent. Because once you meet the grandparent, then the child realizes, one second, my father is a child to his father. Which means that although my father is infinite to me, but he's finite compared to his father. The grandfather is able to make the grandchild understand the father. The father all of a sudden is no longer, the father's ain't safe only relative to the child, but not relative to his parents. This is the secret of Teresa Baal Shem Tov. The, the Baal Shem Tov allows us to live in that place of Eina Mulvada. You know why? Because the Baal Shem Tov says that that place of Eina Mulvada, you should know there's a grandfather. You should know there's a madrega above that. That's even more Eina Mulvada. And because the madrega that's above the madrega of you, the grandfather's, is even more Eina Mulvada, it means the madrega that you're trying to connect to, the, 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 the parent madrega, is Eina Mulvada, but it's manageable. It also needs tikkun. It also allows room for... There's also a chayshech within that. It's also erichin. It's perfect only relative to you, but it's imperfect relative to madrig above it. This is not only the underpinnings of Teresa Baal Shem Tov. I'll give you an example. You know, everyone knows that the Dina Shama through which secrets of Torah are revealed is El Yonavi. Tishbi, Taras, Kushas, Vebais. El Yonavi comes to answer all kashas. But you know, who is the Rebbe of the Baal Shem Who taught the Baal Shem Not El Yonavi alone. Achia Shiloini. Who is Achia Shiloini? Achia Shiloini was a Navi, the Rebbe of El Yonavi. But it wasn't just Achia Shiloini. The Kabbalim said that it was Achia Shiloini contained within El Yonavi. So it was El Yonavi, but it was also Achia Shiloini. You see what Teres of Baal Shem is? Not from the Rebbe, but from the Rebbe's Rebbe. The Rebbe's Rebbe. Because this is the essence of Teres of Baal Shem is that you can access, you could be considered infinite, and it doesn't take away from your chesroinus. It doesn't take away from the fact that you're imperfect, and you could still be considered perfect. You could still be in a bechina of Eidam Ovadai, and even Eidam Ovadai is imperfect. Because guess what? There's higher madrigas of Eidam Ovadai. But you're Eidam Ovadai compared to what's beneath you. But you're still imperfect compared to what's above you. In that way, every single madriga could be considered infinite. Every madriga could be considered in Movade, every madriga could be considered Moli Ar. And it doesn't mean that it doesn't need to work on itself. Because everything is relative. Within the Svardisha world, there is one of the great Mukubalim that, that was Mamik in this Indian of the Saida Erich, the secret of everything being relative. And that's the Taras Chacham. That's the Taras Chacham, the Rechaim Dila Rosa, the Talmud of the Rashash. And you know, it's, 
there's a Messira that the Rashash was a Gilgal of the Arizal, and the Taras Chacham was a Gilgal of Ruchan Vital. So weiter, history repeats itself. The Taras Chacham was a Gilgal of Ruchan Vital. It's mamik in this sugi specifically of what? Of everything being relative. So he asked, what does it mean that the Baal Shem Tev allows every single year to be a Tzadik Nista? That's exactly the essence of Teresa Baal Shem Tev. The, the essence of Teresa Baal Shem Tev is that every single year can be a Tzadik. You know why? Because you know what it means to be a Tzadik? There is no definitive definition of what a Tzadik is. That's the secret of Teresa Baal Shem Tev. There is no definitive definition. Everyone is a Tzadik relative to whatever is beneath you. And everyone needs work relative to what's above you. And the fact that you need work relative to what's above you doesn't take away from you being a tzaddik relative to what's beneath you. Ah, you're not a revealed tzaddik. You're not a tzaddik according to every box that you have to fill. You're a tzaddik nister. A tzaddik nister. It means to be a tzaddik nister. Valshantav didn't undermine the secret society. He allowed everyone to be a member of that secret society. This is secret. It means to be chai el. This is why Chayel is the birthday of Hashem, and it's also the birthday of his Enochel. Because that's the inner Torah of Hashem, the connection of what? Of the Zaydi with the Enochel. The Zaydi with the Enochel. Because it's the from the Zaydi that the Enochel is able to realize that the Father, who seems to be infinite, is also not infinite. And I have a Shaykhis to Madrig of Infinity, because even the Madrig of Infinity has an infinity above it. This is the Avoid of Rosh Hashanah. The Avoid of Rosh Hashanah is as follows the Rabbanu What did the Rabbanu do on Rosh Hashanah? The Rabbanu made a finite world. What was before Rosh Hashanah is what? Ain't Saif. Everything was infinite light of God. All of a sudden it comes Rosh Hashanah and now it's boxes. And there's Madregas. And there's everything that's specific. And everything that's not finite. That's what Rabbanu does. And because of that, like I've been mentioning before, because of that, the creation itself is Sebrachin. The creation itself, Mitzis itself, feels guilty over its own existence because it seems, it feels that its very existence is a steer to infinity. What's our Avayda Rosh Hashanah? In the way of the Baal Shem Tov, the Avayda Rosh Hashanah is to reveal to the world that even though there's a finite world right now and even though the world is full of things that need to be fixed that doesn't take away from the truth that we can still be infinite. And we can still connect ourselves to what was before creation. You know why? Because there was something that was even before, before creation. Because there's something that was even before, before there's a grandfather. It's even before, before infinite. So that means the madrega before creation is also relatable. Everything is a gilu. God in his essence is always beyond. Every madrega of connection to God is always giluyim. It's always a revelation of something which means it's relative. Because God in his essence is absolutely unknowable, that means that every madriga is knowable. This is what Teresa Valshantiv is. That's why, by the way, you know, everyone knows that El is, is a month. The word El has a lot of Rosh Tevis, yeah? There's a Rosh Tevis for El that's brought down by the Megala Mukis. The Megala Mukis says that El is Rosh Tevis, Arun, Luchais, Veshivri Luchais. Arun, Luchais, Veshivri Luchais. Shankas. Because you know what Chayel is? Chayel is the life of the essence. The Pnimi Savel is Teres Baal Shem. Pnimi Savel is what? Is that you know why you can have an absolute Shaykhis to the Luchas. And the Luchas means ain't Saif. The Luchas means what was before creation. The Luchas means 
the luchas means the Torah, which is the tool the Rabbanishon used to create the world. It means that even after creation, you can have a shaykhist to pre-creation. You know why? Because you also have a shaykhist to shivrei luchas. Because you have a shaykhist even what came before the luchas, luchashniyas. Because of a shaykhist to the grandfather, that's how you can have a shaykhist to the father. You can become the father because of the grandfather. This is the secret of El. So let's go back. So what's this in the shaykhist with the psukim of shaykhist? Psukim means words that are finite and specific. They have their gvul, that's what words are. It's ideas that are contained that are able to say over in specific words. What's the sound of a shoifer? The sound of a shoifer is infinite. You know what the secret of Roshan is? The secret of Roshan is, Imre Lofonei Malchias, say psukim that are finite, but also use the sound of the shoifer at the same time. The secret of Roshan is, that Avadu Rabbanu Shukri created a finite world. And of course within me there's chesrenis and things that I have to work on, but it doesn't mean I'm not a tzaddik, it doesn't mean that I'm not infinite, it doesn't mean that, there's a, that I'm not also in a b'china ve'in mo'vadai. It doesn't mean that I'm not a tzaddik nister. Being a tzaddik nister doesn't take away from the fact that you have a million chesrenis that you have to work on. Because everything is relative. There is no definitive, concrete definition of what it means abstractly to be a tzaddik. Every yid could be a tzaddik and already is on some level in Erechim. And this is the secret of Teresa Valshanta. This is what it means to confuse the sudden. You know why? The sudden thrives on, on one thing, and one thing alone. Structure. That's what, the, that's what the sudden thrives on. And I don't mean that structure is therefore bad, but the inn of gvul, of finite, of being able to understand and package everything in particular boxes, that is, that is what the sudden uses, and then he thrives, and he, he, that's, that's, his, that's his wheelhouse boxes. This yid is this type of guy, this madrega, this thing. The whole in Rosh Hashanah is what? Is to say that even though there are boxes and even though there are limitations and we have flaws and you have to work on ourselves and you have to do tshuva, but it doesn't mean that at the same time I'm not an infinite tzaddik. That's my arvivus asad. That confuses us. It doesn't want to make it. That. What does that mean? That, that, that irva of the sudden is itself the biggest tikkun that we bring to Rosh Hashanah. So what's the avayda? The avoid is to look at yourself, and the avoid is to look at the Jew next to you, and the avoid is to look at the entire world around you, and to say that despite the fact that I know that there's other things I have to work on, and I know there's things that the guy next to me has to work on, and I know there's things that the whole chaver have to work on, and the whole community, the whole world, the whole universe has to work on, but I also know that the Baal Shem Tov came to the world to reveal this truth, which is that everything is relative. And all the things that I have to work on are relative to what I can become. But it doesn't take away from the fact that who I am now is still ain't safe compared to what I was. And it doesn't take away from the fact that I'm perfect compared to what I, I could have been. And it's not a stira. It's not a stira. Every single one of us can be nechtav, v'nechtav, la'alter, l'chaimtav, m'sham, in a sifrin shal tzadikim gemurim. And it doesn't take away from all the things we have to work on during our service of It's not a stira. It's not a stereo. This is ultimately what the Baal Shantra brought to the world. You know? have to admire yeah, right? Why do we dive admire? We dive admire because even, that's the point, because even in the Bechina of Ein Saif, even in that place of Ein Movada, they still want to work on it. You get the higher Madrigas of Ein Movada. That's the answer to the Chaim Loshan's Kash. And again, that's, that, that, that itself is what Teresa Baal Shantra, that's what Teresa Baal Shantra is, but Kogel Chavis Yisrael. Hashem Shabbat each and every one of us. 
as I said, with Chayel is the entrance into the beginning of the beginning of Yom Neroim. And the Iker way to get to Yom Neroim is to hold the Valshanta's hand. And Valshanta whispers into every single one of our ears, you're a tzaddik, um, you're a big tzaddik. And it doesn't mean you don't have to work on yourself. And you have not you have to work on. It doesn't take away from the fact that you can be, that you are a tzaddik, you'll be nechta, v'nechta, m'at, v'chaim, t'ayv, m'shon, v'yizko, tzaddik, m'yavim, 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 m